0: Hello and welcome to the university podcast. This podcast aims to unravel the corners of university that you may not always hear about. Joining me each week will be guests who have lived through new challenging or difficult experiences during their time at university and they will be sharing their stories along with some advice for you if you're ever in the same situations as them. This week I am joined by the lovely Jason abreu Jason, during his three years at uni, has been no stranger to the stage, performing in musicals, doing a cappella, as well as hosting his own radio show. In this episode, I want to discuss the experience of performing at university, what is different about it compared to other performance settings, as well as asking Jason what he has found enjoyable, challenging or just plain annoying about his time performing. So, let's go and meet him. Should we do a, do a song? Let's do a song. Let's do a song. Let's get into it. Right, also, I apologise
1: if my eye twitches like, throughout, because of, for some reason... Have you got a
0: twitchy
1: eye? Yeah. I That's think it's, so weird. <laughs> honestly, I think it's the stress of uni, it's just all of a sudden. Like, it's just become part of me now. Like. I
0: found that that does happen when
1: you oh. walk out of uni like... <laughs>
0: Hi. Hello, how are you doing?
1: I'm good, thanks. How are you?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm yeah. alright. How's your Easter going? It's going alright.
1: Just like working for assignments and... The station struggles. Yeah,
0: I feel you, I feel you. Firstly, thank you so much for agreeing to come on. Thank you for
1: having me, I'm excited.
0: Absolutely okay. Um, So today, I want to have a little discussion into your time performing at university. Because I know you're a very shy person. (laughs) Quite. But honestly, the thing that I find mad is that if... People don't know you, and they just see you in a show. Mm. They probably think of you as a completely different person yeah. if they just met you in a lecture. <laughs> and I like, no, honestly find that incredible. Thank Is that you. something that you find with? Uh,
1: it's yeah, I find it a bit weird because like <laughs> I think some people when they come up to me randomly if they've seen me in something, they kind of expect me to be like really like jazz hands. I think drama. yeah, just everything, and I'm kind of just like no, I'm just like oh, okay, thank you.
0: <laughs> like, it's it's, it's, it's a bit like, weird.
1: I guess that's just the fun of drama, like being able to be something that, like, is completely different to yourself.
0: Yeah. Was that something that you did, like, even before you came to uni? What was, the, always... first, what was the first <laughs> stage appearance from little Jason? Oh, God. How old were you?
1: Um, <laughs> I think it was, like, year six. Oh. And we did the school play. I was so upset as well. Because, wow. like, I, I, I went for the lead role, obviously, because back then, you know, we had... Being big and all. I thought
0: you were going to be like head boy. I had it it all coming for me. you know.
1: (laughs) No, but like back then, like I really, like I really wanted to do it. I think I've always just wanted to, you know, I've always loved singing, always loved performing in that aspect. And so even as a kid, I really wanted to do that. Mm, So
0: you went for Sherlock Holmes? I did. Who got Sherlock Holmes? (laughs) (laughs) Shall I say his name? (laughs) I I think it
1: was Dylan, I think it was my mate Dylan Coates. Shout out Dylan Coates. Oh, so
0: was it... (laughs) Was it, were you like resentful it. over Sherlock oh, Holmes?
1: Oh, I was so upset, or? yeah. Oh,
0: is <laughs> no, that like, ruin your friendship?
1: Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, but, no. no. but like,
0: <laughs> but even though you weren't the Sherlock Holmes, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> was that still like a fun experience in that? Yeah. I spurred you on?
1: I got to perform this one song, um, okay. Do You Know Endless Love by Lionel Richie. Oh, that's so Ross. you. Yeah. <laughs> that was so... It was oh, so Oh, but... you would have
0: smashed that. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: no, it was like back then, and it, um, it's because we used to do plays as musicals as well. Oh, so like, nice! Yeah, so like all of the different year groups would come in and do one song, and it would be like everybody's like big moment. Even though it was a much smaller part, it was just so much fun, and it really taught me that like you, it's just all about bringing your own to a character.
0: Yeah.
1: Like making the most of what you got. Really. So
0: then after that, what mm-hmm. did you carry on doing? Plays? Did you do other bits as well? Yeah,
1: so like then going into the secondary school, like I started. Um, auditioning for musicals did like house playing stuff like that and so yeah i would do that with a, a mate of mine actually as well so most of the time it was actually like a duet thing or like a
0: group thing i feel like there's always that bad stereotype that boys mm-hmm. shouldn't be on stage did yeah. you ever find that especially like when you were kind of in that stage of school mm-hmm. where you're becoming in the group yeah kind of thing yeah does anyone ever like jason get on the stage of
1: course course. i think i never really got that from like my mom i got it when i got older like i kind of realized this isn't really a cool thing to do like (laughs) yeah but did you carry on doing it
0: anyway
1: yeah because like i just loved it and i think back then as well obviously like i'm quite a different person now but like then I was just, like, really self-assured, I think. That kind of changed as I got older, because I was like, oh. <laughs> like,
0: what if they do that? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But no,
1: like, I, I still enjoy doing musicals and stuff like that, because it, it was just fun. So, yeah. yeah it just what was the
0: last one that you did at school? Was it a good I think
1: club? it was We Will Rock You in, like, year nine or ten. I mean, I did... OK, I did towards, like, my second year six sixth form. Basically, sixth form was a blur. <laughs> I have raised it from my own memory. <laughs> don't know if you want to get into it, but, like... I started, like, developing a bit of anxiety then, and, like... Yeah. So, performing and stuff was a bit scary, and, like...
0: Yeah.
1: Obviously, you're coming into a new environment. Not, a lot of people don't really know you, so Yeah, it's like, and when you're
0: only somewhere for two years as well, it's exactly. hard to kind of ramp up that, exactly. Yeah, I'm here, I'm new, <laughs> I'm just going to exactly, put you yeah. and go. <laughs> yeah,
1: because it's, like, nobody really knows you, so it's, like, you kind of got to prove yourself again. Mm. I think this kind of had a knock on my confidence as well, because, like, I was always just a chorus. Like, I was never... I never got, like, a named role or anything like that. Oh, yeah, and Not like good most of people. <laughs> <in your school laughs> no, but DJ. it did become a lot more intimidating, like when they changed schools as well, because mm. like back then we were just doing like fun musicals. Everyone was just doing it for fun. It wasn't too serious. Yeah. Even though like you know I w- <laughs> I would get upset if I didn't get something, but like. It, no one took it like that, seriously.
0: Yeah, and it's that thing as well, as as you get older, mm-hmm. if you want to be in something, then there's more pressure as well. Exactly. So it's like, oh, if you're in sixth form and you're choosing yeah. to be in a play, of course you're going to be in a Of course, finish. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like,
1: no. Yeah, no, it's true. And I think maybe it's a private school thing <laughs> as well. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of... I feel like arts in private schools are very elite. It's very Yeah. <laughs> it's quite yeah. a bit, it's quite And a there's big a thing, massive
0: yeah. separation as well mm. between the people who do get the lead roles. Yes. I don't know if that's just the <laughs> shows that private school chooses. Possibly. But I always found that it was literally five leads yeah. and the other people And
1: the other people, f- yeah. Yeah. You do don't even know well. who they are. Yeah. And if you
0: are that <laughs> other person then you're stood there like, no, I'm I'm as passionate um, as those people. Exactly. I want. I don't want to do, there to be this massive <laughs> this, divide yeah, exactly. between us. No,
1: we fe- I've definitely felt that as well a little
0: bit. By the end of sixth form, if you were mm-hmm. kind of getting into performing again, yeah. when you were looking at universities, was that something where you were like, yes, no. the
1: stage. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about it, to be honest. I wanted to carry on singing, I knew that. Mm-hmm. But in terms of acting, no. I, even when I started um, sixth form, I was like, I'm not doing any more of that. Because I just didn't really think I was good at it
0: oh fair yeah is that something even now are Mm -hmm. you like no I'm okay
1: (laughs) now I've just gotten to a point where I'm like okay Okay. I'm (laughs) alright
0: because you are (laughs) thank you
1: (laughs) it's taken like it's taken a while to get to that point yeah yeah
0: so with then like coming to uni Mm -hmm. seeing all of the kind of societies that were there what were the ones where you were like yes that is what I want to do
1: um Honestly, I feel like uni provides a proper fresh start for people. And so I kind of just went into it with a blank canvas. I didn't really see anything and be like, oh, I'm uh, like, I really want to do that. I was quite almost, like, apathetic towards everything, which is not a great thing. No, but (laughs) now I
0: see that as well. When Mm -hmm. you are walking through those tents and there are so many things. I think when we joined, there were seven, but there are now nine Mm. drama societies. Yeah. So you are there, like,
1: Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) much. Yeah, exactly. I stayed co-drama. Like, I was like, no. Really? Really? Yeah. Mainly because I just thought I wasn't good enough. And, like, I just thought drama society is going to be all of people who are, like, so sick of drama. Like, people are coming to you to study drama. Like. Was that a mm -hmm. vibe
0: that you got off if the people who were there, <laughs> absolutely fine if it was. Because it is mm. scary as well when most people who are on committees at those desks mm-hmm. are third years and you don't even know what uni is. Yeah, and exactly. you're like, yeah, you know what, I don't want to do Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah.
1: intimidating. It's just quite quite scary because like d- obviously you don't know them. Mm. It's a bit difficult to like kind of gauge what all of the societies are going to be like as well yeah. from like a two-minute interaction.
0: So the things that you did pick up were mm-hmm. acapella. Did you pick up... Lumpsock as well From the start
1: I mean I was always Interested in it But not Not We're completely more from, kind of
0: from a distance Yeah Because
1: cool. I was always Just looking at him And being like Oh they got cool stuff Okay Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and like maybe Creeping up to one or two Open mic nights
0: When did your interest In Burn FM
1: Oh okay. yeah
0: Come into it Was that right from the start As well Pretty much So is that the kind of Aspect of performing That you wanted to Keep up
1: I think so. More a bit low-key and, like, yeah. in the crowd a little bit. Because yeah. then
0: also that does incorporate passion for music as well.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: What have you enjoyed about acapella? Performing-wise, what has it kind of brought out in you?
1: I've really loved, like, working in a team, seeing something in its earliest stages and then comparing that to the end result. I've loved seeing that process of things. And i just loved being in a group where it's just, like, it's such a family environment, especially during first year. It's like it was the nicest thing to come to, like a sense of familiarity, just feeling like you kind of had a place somewhere.
0: I now want to talk about what I would personally say is your biggest <laughs> achievement across your university career, and okay. that is your involvement in musical theatre. Thank you. So your first appearance, if I'm not mistaken, was uh a little show called Hairspray.
1: <laughs> Just a little one. So
0: you'd yeah. already had pretty much two years yeah. of uni away from kind of acting performance. Yeah. What was it about Hairspray that caught your eye?
1: It was weird because obviously as I said before like I was quite scared to do any drama stuff and part of that it didn't help actually as <laughs> as the years went on like I kind of realised I kind of saw some of the people doing drama and I was like okay I'm going to stay clear with this a little bit. It was quite... It felt a bit intimidating. Yeah.
0: I know what you mean, because sometimes, even though you are that little bit older, once mm-hmm. you know the inner workings of something and you know the people who are running it, especially because it, all of those societies are student-led, Yeah. sometimes those people can be incredibly intimidating. Yeah. Even if they might be lovely once you get to know no, them. No, exactly. as an outside person. Mm. <sighs> but,
1: <laughs> but it's just, like, the overwhelming amount of talent, yeah. Because, like, I'd been to yeah. see... Maybe two or three shows that, like, some of the drama and um, productions put on. Yeah. And I was just like, these guys are incredible. I don't even know. Like, I'm not... <laughs> you know, I, I just wasn't even considering it. Because, yeah, just different levels. So, uh, <laughs> just, how did
0: you hear about Hairspray?
1: I heard it through a mate. And then he told me that people were trying to put it on for proposals. I'd heard of a person putting it on for proposals, but we hadn't really, like, formally met or anything. Mm-hmm. So, then I went to proposals, heard about the show more. And I think I was just... I guess I was rather just drawn to it because it was a show which was really pushing for diversity and so... I guess I kind of saw a role which I could actually see myself in, and I thought, you know what, I guess I might as well go for it. I mean, I wasn't thinking of going for that role at all. I was just thinking just to be involved would be fun. Yeah, because was
0: that be a big thing as well, like the element of seeing diversity and mm-hmm. representation on stage? Was that something that made it less scary as well? Seeing something that was representing you on stage
1: exactly, which I for I thought, the first time. Yeah, pretty much, and like I hadn't seen that many like black people doing drama at the uni
0: because it is quite hard when you talk about like colourblind casting and all of this stuff Mm -hmm. to make things more inclusive but I think hairspray was a massive push in tackling the problem head on because I think quite a lot of kind of systems and strategies were in Mm -hmm. place to kind of draw people in Mm -hmm. but there was nothing to draw people in apart from what was already there which was essentially for the society that you went into Mm -hmm. a white society. Exactly
1: yeah and I think part of the problem you know, representation is the fact that, like, a lot of people, because they don't really understand the issue or they don't really understand where people's inhibitions are in terms of, like, wanting to audition. It's just the fact that people don't realize that they kind of have to push to um, let people know that they can. It's not just saying, okay, here's the roles and they're open to everybody and just thinking that you've actually got to say it mm. and you've actually got to let people know that, you know, these roles are open for people to want to be a part of. And I think, obviously, it's a, it's a societal thing, it's a societal problem, and obviously that funnels its way into different systems and everything like that so it's it's a difficult one to tackle Mm. Um,
0: because it's all about wanting people to be comfortable as well Um, which is something that most of the time people don't even think about because if you are sat there as someone who's been in a show before Mm. who's maybe on committee who's now on a prod team sat in a room of course you feel comfortable there Um, you understand obviously every single audition is scary Mm. and if you felt completely at home and that is great but I personally have never had that experience which is fine because that's not what it is but Mm -hmm. especially if I feel like if you're walking into a room as someone who has never been represented by that society as well that completely changes feelings towards it exactly
1: because like it sucks how it's like that but like if you walk into a room and you don't really see anybody who's like you you automatically kind of like feel like the old one out anyway Mm. so that kind of just it just adds another barrier yeah And so it just helped to see, like, someone wanting to produce a show who was a person of colour and, like, inviting people of colour to be a part of it specifically, like, that just felt, yeah it just felt really warm and inviting I guess yeah
0: Yeah. so you auditioned you got the part of Seaweed which you were phenomenal at thank you so much what was the kind of feelings being in the show because Mm. the feelings kind of outside the show was this was an amazing show to have put on at the university Mm. it was kind of a massive change did you feel that when you were putting it together or was it just like any other show
1: I feel like the pressure was on a bit because obviously we knew that there hadn't really been a show like this for that society it definitely we felt like we were doing something different
0: mm-hmm.
1: which was exciting but it was also just very terrifying because yeah. you know, it adds on to that pressure.
0: Yeah, because what were the what were you feeling like in yourself? Firstly having to play mm. a lead role in your first show at university, yeah. but also having this added pressure of playing a role that was gonna be representative of loads of people who were gonna come and see it.
1: Exactly, yeah. It was like it was terrifying, I can't lie. Yeah.
0: And did <laughs> you have very... any idea of kind of how bigger thing it was going to be because that show sold out yeah correct me if I'm wrong every single night apart from, apart from
1: the, first the first night, night and, and think...
0: it was only seven tickets yeah. that were unsold which
1: is so wild like yeah like I'm so <laughs> it, yeah it's still wild to me that that happened it felt big for me anyway yeah just because it was so out of my comfort zone at the time mm-hmm. and I think the character added to that as well because it's a very you know it's very larger than life character very confident very bold and at the time, I was really not that, like... <laughs> yeah, <'cause laughs> that was, like, that is a big jump. Me. Yeah. Going
0: from nothing to really big yeah, character.
1: Exactly. And, like, that's that was, like, my first lead role. Any of the times I tried to do, like, plays and stuff like that, I was always a member of the chorus. That added on to the pressure things. I think the end result in Hairspray as well was just, like, very uplifting. Part of the difficulty in the process was just the fact that, like, as a whole group, most of us hadn't done musical theatre before. It was quite intimidating. It was just quite scary. I remember even got to, like, the last week beforehand, and we were just there, like... <laughs> Like, one our one dance, which we needed to get, we still haven't all got down. It it was quite scary because the reality kind of hit us that we kind of need to be able to show people that, look, we can do this as well.
0: Yeah, especially and, when you have got that pressure
1: exactly Because that was, that was basically the whole... That was the point which we were trying to get driven home, is the fact that we can do this too. Like, we were trying to show people we are able to do this as well. Mm-hmm. And so it was the most uplifting thing on the first night when we all did the dance together. In Run and Tell That, like we were all cheering each other on and stuff like that, and it just felt all the more real and... On the actual night like we were actually doing this in front of people and we're doing it well and it just felt so uplifting as well just to see so many other people of colour like on stage with you performing and like just doing what we all loved I didn't think about at the time but like inspiring other people to yeah to do the same thing
0: because did you feel that as well after the show had been on or even after each performance how Mm. did you feel that kind of issue of representation played out afterwards
1: I think it definitely helped I mean I had a lot of people just coming up to me just saying how they loved the show and how excited they were. It was such a diverse crowd as well. And people who, like, I knew weren't necessarily, like, into musical theatre, but they were coming in, like, they enjoyed it, they wanted to get involved. Like, the, yeah, it definitely made a bit of a change, which I'm happy with. <laughs> which
0: is, yeah, which is yeah. amazing. Um, so following on from that, you've mm-hmm. now been in... Been in shows in three consecutive terms. Yeah. So the next show that you went on to do was Legally Blonde. It was. How did that differ to Hairspray? Yeah,
1: it was just it was really fun. It, was, it felt a lot more relaxed.
0: Because there wasn't that. There of pressure wasn't that pressure, like at
1: all, no. And so, even though the pressure of representation was a good thing, it kind of did, like, make everything feel so so much more amplified. Yeah. Um. So coming to do a show like Legally, it was just a, it was just a lot of fun. Um. Yeah. Hairspray was a lot of fun as well, but Legally was just. A lot of fun, a lot more chilled, (laughs) you know, and we could really just enjoy it.
0: Do you feel like the representation that had been shown in Hairspray was then carried forward into the next show? Um, Was there, obviously, the kind of differences in Hairspray? You have characters mm. that need to be a certain person, whereas in Legally Blonde it's kind of a little bit more ambiguous. Right, exactly. So do you feel like the aftermath of Hairspray Mm -hmm. inspired more people to come in, or do you feel like there was a drop?
1: Um, I feel like there was a little bit of a drop. That's mainly just due to the nature of the play. Like, that's not anybody's fault. It's just because, you know, Legally Blonde isn't exactly the most... No,
0: it's not, it's not. the most diverse of not, shows. Not really. And also, it is quite an acquired taste. I it's would say. A, yeah, that's. In a show true. As well. That's true. As not well. that I don't like. No, it, no, but that's yeah, fair. Yeah, it is quite a specific.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and I guess this is maybe less so with diversity in terms of race, but more so just in terms of people. It's a very like cheesy, very <laughs> in your face yeah. kind of musical. Yeah. Yeah. That invites a certain crowd as well Yeah. and people who are comfortable with that, people who like that kind of, um, that end of musical theatre. In terms of like diversity, I feel like Hairspray allowed for more people of colour to really just join society, feel a little bit more welcome and want to take part. So that definitely trickled in a little bit, but I don't think it like led to like more people feeling, oh yeah, I really want to do musical
0: (laughs) yeah it's hard as well because do you think there are just more white people who want to do musicals or do you think Mm. that there is a selection of people out there who still feel excluded in that respect
1: i think there is yeah part of it is i've spoke like i've spoken to a lot of people who have done drama in some form or musical theater in some form who have really been into musicals but i think that problem of representation is all the more real when you come into a space where You know, everyone around you is kind of white and (laughs) all the productions that they're putting on and so many of the sites are white. I've had conversations with people where they felt like they couldn't really do it just because they couldn't really see people of them on stage. I definitely feel there's a group of people who do feel a little bit excluded, don't really feel like they see themselves on. Someone was telling me about how they saw someone, another person of colour who was doing Legally as well, who was on the cast, they saw her performing. And that made them feel like, oh, wow, I can do this as well. So it really does show that representation really matters. It does have an impact. I've spoken to a lot of people who, you know, in some way, shape or form have been interested in theatre. A lot of black people have been interested in theatre, but they can't see themselves in the plays that they put on at uni, which isn't directly anybody's fault. But then when that cycle just continues and people just can't see themselves on, so they don't audition, like it just...
0: And it makes the problem worse because mm-hmm. even if like as a big movement people are going towards that, mm-hmm. ultimately your university experience as a person of colour is being effective exactly. if you don't see that change in your three years. Exactly,
1: yeah. I think there's a lot of people who do want to get involved. I mean, obviously, you know, the university is more white, so there's naturally going to be more white people like in shows. That's just demographics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it does kind of like give off this idea that oh, only white people can do this or only white people can perform or only white people can act which it just isn't true and like
0: mm. and you've been a, like absolutely instrumental person yeah. in showing that thank
1: you and but that's like that's the aim and i feel like hopefully a lot more people will feel as if like they can there's so many talented um, people of color as well it's just that it's just getting them out there and like putting on shows where they feel comfortable doing so and like letting everybody know that they can do it
0: mm. and getting it. that level of representation exactly up to where it needs to be that's it so coming on to the most recent show that you've done, Rent the Musical, where you played Collins, which was kind of back to lead starring yeah. role. <laughs> Is that the role that you went for? Is that the role that you wanted to do?
1: I was really apprehensive to do it, to be honest.
0: What put you off?
1: First of all, um, I guess playing a gay character and yeah. like I wasn't so sure about that because obviously I didn't want to take away a role from someone who who was more comfortable doing that. Yeah. Um, I originally was trying to go for, like, Benny instead, also because I didn't have a lot of time this year. So I was like... Yeah, it's nice. I was, you so... know, the <laughs> exactly. chorus is fine this yeah, time. Yeah, I was, I was like, it's chill. That was part of it. I wasn't so sure if I could take on such a big role. Like, as much as I fell in love with the character, like, he's quite a demanding role vocally as well. Yeah. And I wasn't sure if I could do that.
0: Mm. Um Was that mm-hmm. something that... You were very aware of throughout the whole process of this um, is going to be a big sing for a week.
1: Yeah, I was excited. Like the first time I heard it, I was like, "Wow, this would be incredible to sing." Cause I've always wanted to sing with like the choir and like with that gospel feel. Like yeah. I've always I grew up in church and stuff. Like I love that whole side of things. Mm. I just didn't know if I could do that. I wasn't sure.
0: Who was it that gave you that kind of assurance? Then was it something um, that you found in yourself throughout the process, or was it other people going, "You can, you can do it, <laughs> Josie."
1: I think part of it was already playing seaweed. That broke a massive barrier for me. That made me feel like I could (laughs) not I could do anything, but like it definitely made me feel a lot more assured that like it will be cool. Even if it was a daunting task, I would manage. Also the musical director as well, he took extra time outside of main rehearsals to maybe just go through stuff with me and make sure that like I was comfortable singing what I was singing and just like work through stuff. So that was really helpful.
0: Yeah. I know that's a big question, but would you mm-hmm. say that's been your highlight of your all your performances at uni?
1: It's difficult, because, like, CBD and Collins is so different. It was definitely a highlight just because I was able to bring my own to that character yeah. and really, like, let go, let loose and just let go. And um, even just with I'll Cover You, like, it's such a, it's such a powerful moment, and I just really kind of tried to use that to just let go, and the cast as well. Because it was just such an, a warm... It was just the loveliest cast, loveliest group of people.
0: Mm. What and was she- incredible as well is that Rent is quite an unknown musical. But what was really interesting was seeing the play out across people who came to see it. Mm. And how did you find that? Because there's a page that loads of people can post on anonymously. Mm. And what was happening quite a lot after your performances <laughs> were people were <laughs> laughing me on that page. <laughs> and how did, like... A shy Jason, find <laughs> oh, that. that was really
1: weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I've always loved singing, but I've never thought my voice was remarkable in the slightest. Like I've always just thought, okay, I'm alright. It definitely encouraged me a lot. It just made me a lot more confident in my voice and what I brought to character as well.
0: So seeing all of those comments, I mean I haven't got one to hand, but people <laughs> saying that your voice is the most amazing thing that they've ever heard or they love you (laughs) having never even met you probably some of them how did that feel
1: that's the craziest thing you know, because you're performing to a group of people that you don't really know. Especially in uni, where I've been quite quiet. I didn't know too many people who were going to be in those crowds. It's a weird thing going from, like, school where you know everybody and, like, people are bigging you up in the crowd and stuff. <laughs> like Yeah, you know, and go, you've got
0: all of that support. And then exactly. having support from people who you absolutely you have no idea who they it's are. It's, like,
1: it's the nicest thing. And you, it, you can tell it's genuine as well. And just knowing that what I did was able to touch someone in some way, that... Yeah. That was really special for me. Because also,
0: did you have anyone as well? Because obviously, after you finish the show, you mm-hmm. come out and everyone tells you how fabulous you <laughs> yeah. are. Did you have people coming up to you just around campus as well? I have. Yeah. Which? What's that like? Is it, <laughs> Is it... Wait, just like a little? Slip? It's just like
1: <laughs> no, because like I can see certain people's faces and they look at me and they're like, mm. they like look for a couple of seconds and they're like, did you play Seaweed or like did you play Collins perhaps? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> it's it's the it's the nicest thing. Like yeah. it's it's what so lovely. What do you
0: saying that? situation just oh. like, do you enjoy that
1: aspect of it um i mean it's 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 lovely because like it's just people you don't know like saying saying that what you did was good that's always a pleasant thing especially because throughout the whole process Miranda, to be real i wasn't getting a lot of feedback in terms of my acting i wasn't sure if i was actually doing well like if i was actually yeah i was just like beyond what...
0: help i always exactly feel that as well like, if you're not getting notes
1: the... you're like, they like <laughs> <work."> <laughs> am i that bad yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, They got massive regrets at this
1: point. (laughs) Exactly. That's how it felt. I guess part of it was also just because like me and Collins are quite similar in terms of people. So Mm. it was just like, how do I differentiate myself from this character? And so I just wasn't sure throughout the whole process. Like literally a week before I was like messaging mates and being like, it's what I'm doing, okay? It, it definitely helped to get that reassurance back that my performance wasn't bad. Like, it was actually really good. somewhat memorable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And how are you feeling now in terms of performing and moving forward? I'm
1: excited. It's it definitely given me the adrenaline boost a little bit. Like, mm. to really just go on and just do whatever. And, like, try out for whatever I can. and Like, not be held back by myself. Not look at a role and think. It doesn't look like I can see myself in that character. How would that
0: work? Because would you say from, like, a representation point mm-hmm. of view... Being those two characters and being legally as well, do you think that's helped you personally come to a point where you're like, no, I can do things?
1: Yeah, definitely. What
0: would your advice be for someone who is an outsider at this Mm -hmm. point? Maybe either coming into university or has been there for a couple of years, is looking at shows like that and either feeling not represented Mm -hmm. or just feeling scared of the whole thing.
1: That it's not as scary as it looks to try out something new, even if you're not so much into like musical theatre or anything like that if you're not so much into a cappella you're not so sure there's nothing wrong with trying something new and you might actually figure out that you're not so bad at it like <laughs> yeah giving it a go like even if you don't feel confident at the start like give yourself the time and the space to grow and to get better just don't be scared just don't hold yourself back really even on the representation side like i have understood that problem like firsthand i've definitely like experienced that issue part of it is just showing people that you can be that change you are able to show people that oh hey people of color can do musical theater people of color can sing classical music people of color can do all of these different things which it may not immediately seem as if they are able to but don't let that hold you back
0: you've literally proven you can be the person that Proves at first time A little bit. Yeah, we could we could try. Um well thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. That is absolutely okay. And look out for Jason and whatever (laughs) he does next. (laughs) Thank you so much to Jason for coming and speaking to me and thank you at home for listening. If you enjoyed this then please go and leave us a review and we'll see you next time for another university podcast. Bye bye.